0: This is The Courier Talking Football. I'm Eric Nicholson and with me are Jim Spence and Ian Roach. I think we've got, gentlemen, we've got all bases covered this week. I was watching, uh, well I wasn't at the game for, I wasn't at Celtic Park, we'll not go into that. But I was watching uh, watching a a stream of of the game and... uh, Jim, you were at Dens Park, and Dens. You, you were yep. you were at United Livy. So I think we'll better start with United this time. And case of where to start? Okay, then Ian, let's go straight in at the uh, the off-field stuff first of all, shall we? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> t- I mean, where do you start? <laughs> um, and the team, the aye. team photo, the team photo. Then I mean, what's your? What was your kind of? It was obviously it was in, as everybody knows, it was it was in our it was in our paper front page rather than back. Let me stress, but. What was your gut reaction when you when you saw it? Well, my gut
1: reaction was, goodness me! I mean, this is just daft. Um, I think even if even if you kind United claim there's a technical reason, say for example it never took too long to get the photograph taken. Even if there, that is a kind of part of the response to this, you're left still wondering um, why they went ahead with it um, when we when we've had. Uh, all this coronavirus stuff for months and months now you just surely have to play safe don't you there's, there's not one, there were 49 people in the in the group photo Now, surely one of them had to say look maybe maybe somebody thinks this is okay but is, is it really should we be doing this what why bring why bring attention to the club um at, at this time it just seemed it just seemed daft to me. Um, now, somebody might, some people might have stronger words than that, including the uh, Scotland's clinical director, Professor Jason Leitch, who, uh, worryingly, I think for United, and also uh, I think worryingly for United, uh, were his words of condemnation really? So, it's the last thing that the club needed. Um, and what a what a mess they found themselves in going into Saturday. It was it was incredible. I mean, I, I said it was no ordinary day in the history, and that's absolutely true. There'll never be another day like that. Fingers crossed, you know. Um, I know they've got Rangers to play, but this was the first time that they had to deal with the whole scenario. Now, I uh, parked uh, at the side of the ground, as, as I was meant to do, and uh, the first thing you noticed was the two coaches, two buses coming in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh goodness me! I mean, that—that's what they have to do now to 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 uh, go by the guidelines. They've got two buses to a game at Livingston. How much is that costing? Then? then you're you've got the whole uh, Tam Courts or Thomas Courts situation, mm-hmm. and he's he's linked up through technology to Mickey Mellon, who's self-isolating along with his uh, with his uh, first entire first team uh, backroom uh, coaching staff. Then we find out later in the week, nine players. Now, the first positive came when you got your team sheet mm-hmm. and you realized it actually hadn't hit the first team too badly. I think I think there was a I I looked at it and thought, well, of the ones that you think would play, certainly Nicky Clark, possibly Paul McMullen, um and Calum Butcher was, was suspended anyway. Other than that, it was a it was a Dundee United first team, first choice, first team, really. So that was the first positive. But of course, given everything, they've got to go into a, a tricky away game against a team that had them uh, against the wall at Tannadice the last time, and uh, now they got beat again. A tale of woe, a, hit, a horrible week, and it's just it's just a shame. Things had been going fine for the club, you know. And then we have we have this coming down on their heads. Uh, now uh, you can say uh, uh, self inflicted. Well, they took the photograph. Somebody took the photograph. Um, but to have to deal with this, you did feel a bit sorry for likes a uh, likes a. Uh, to, um, courts and just trying to deal, make the best of the situation but now <laughs> it doesn't get any better because we're, they now go into a game against Rangers we'll have to see, there, there is a possibility and it's a, it's a possibility we'll have to wait and see how these self-isolation periods end that might free up some people but that, that's for later in the week I think
0: Yeah Jim, just before we'll, we'll get onto the sort of football-y type stuff at, at Livingston and the impact of it and all the rest of it the team photo. I'm, that's, I mean, my guilty actually. It was daft's A good uh, is a very good word that uh, Ian used to describe the thing. I mean, the more I thought about it, though. I mean, listen, it's not like I, I get out by using the phrase "football people," but the bit that got me about it was you had medical medical staff sitting in this team photo. That was that was the. I'm, I can kind of. I, I mean, I can kind of almost understand how things. You know, the longer this period goes on, you know, you you maybe your guard drops in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you you just and you become used to doing certain things. And if you're a player, or even if you're even if you're the sort of football background thing that you know this this photo getting taken place, but the medical people sitting in the team photo, I mean. Phew. That, that bit baffles me, I must admit.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think there's a combination of things here, Eric. I, I, I word the warning by, you. we've got the plumber working away in the kitchen next door where he sprung a leak. So you might hear some industrial language and sawing and stuff like that. But uh <laughs> just, well, just from you or you. the plumber? <laughs> from both. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> been plenty of industrial language this week we've been trying to get it fixed. Um But no, I mean, I, I think there's a combination of things. I mean, one... Um, depending on who's in charge at a football club, depending on the you know how how strict and you know, all the rest of those folk are, very often people are trying to put their head above the parapet. No matter what position of seniority they're in, in case maybe the senior man um, you know tells them they're being foolish, they're stupid, nothing to worry about. You just don't know, either that or, or, or people just genuinely didn't understand the, the dangers that it posed. I mean. Um, Medical people are not, although I have to say I find that hard to believe. I'm trying to put an objective hat on here and, and, and look at all the all the angles. Um, and I understand that people will say, well, you can, you know, you're running about in a training ground together, you're hugging, you're kissing after goals and goodness knows what else. Well, yeah. that's
0: it. That's where I kind of give the foot, fu- fu- I'm using that phrase again, the football sided people. The a bit of a get out because it's just become part of their day to day routine. Is
2: yeah, I mean, you know, the,
0: the, the, cheek by joe You know, that's just that's just what what they do.
2: There is an illogicality about things, Eric. There's no doubt about that. So you know, I think you you, you cut a bit of slack here in, in, in the respect that could it be a momentary lapse that guys are on the training ground, although they're in a bubble and all the rest of it. I mean, on the coaches going to grounds and all the rest. They're still sharing the same dressing room. They're you know just, they're high fiving and slapping backs and you know when they when they score goals and and all the rest of it. So you know there isn't a logicality about the fact that you can't stand next to each other in a photograph for, for a few seconds. But I presume that somewhere along the line that that, that sort of behaviour is is banned. And, and the COVID, all the clubs have a COVID officer. So you would presume the COVID officer was alert to that situation or should have been alert to that situation and had raised it with the powers that be at the club. So somewhere along the line, and it was quite interesting, I think, that, that you know a lot of United supporters, certainly on social media, had gone, I think, in the phrase tonto uh, uh, on it. But once Jason Leach came out and <clears throat> and and had a real uh, go at the club for it, uh, then a lot of people thought you could see a, de- a distinct change in the temperature of United fans saying, Oh go! we're going to get hammered for this. Um, that, of course, is the next worry. What happens to the club? but we just don't know. Um, but it, it's part, part and parcel, and of course Celtic have been hauled into this as well now, we you know. Um, so it's part that and parcel. That helps tonight
0: situation, doesn't it? Yeah, and
2: that, that's right. And, and, they, and they've you, come you out won- fired. You wonder
0: whether there's others as well, Jim. You do. Yeah, that, you know?
2: absolutely, Eric. And, and that's why, you know, I mean, it's not that, you know, everyone, we've all made mistakes in this because we've been dealing with a situation which has been wholly and totally unique. Um, and football clubs are no different. I mean, I'm sure that they're all doing their very, very best. Um, and there's not a I, kind of, I did wonder what what the purpose of the photograph was. Was it for calendars or so? I don't know, you know. It's almost irrelevant in, in many respects what the purpose of the photograph was for. Um but by the looks of it a mistake has been made um somebody will will, will have to answer for that mistake because there will undoubtedly be some ramifications have some sympathy with the respect that as i say that there is an, a, th- there's a profound illogicality here that you know that you can't stand next to each other for 5 minutes for a for a photograph and yet you're playing football slapping each other on the back and hugging and kissing and all the rest of it, as i've said uh, but if, if they knew the rules if they knew what the, the, the covid rules were in, in in respect of all of this and i'm presuming that he did then a, a, quite a serious um, and grave error has been made, and the club may well be punished for it.
0: I mean, Ian personally, I don't think this is. I think there's been more serious offences. Put it that way over the course of the over the course of the season, and you know, I don't think United you know, have to worry about points deductions or anything anything of that of that ilk. Just to take it into what the SPFL have doing, SPFL have been doing. How did it sit with you? The the awarding of three 0 win a few three 0 wins around about the same time. I think it was maybe the Thursday that came out, whatever day it was last week. It's put a it's put a very different complexion on the table, and it's it's having real consequences because all of a sudden, you know, I think Motherwell had a six point week. If they'd won their if they'd won their game against Hibs, it would have been a nine point week. Hamilton. Up the up they move up the table. You know these these things are starting to you know we're starting to get an impact on the football side of things now. And have they have they really opened the door to all sorts of? I mean, there's a long this season's got a long way to run yet, hasn't it? And this seems to be you know personally. I think they should have avoided this route at all costs. What about yourself, Ian?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, excuse things. It's it's probably the best week results wise. Motherwell and Hamilton have had in a long, long time, um, and 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 it just it just makes it it just makes the table one one minute. You know, ha, look at Saint Martin. I mean, Hamil- Hamilton jumping ahead of Saint Martin. Um, but what do you do? Do you just punish the the, the errant teams? Do you do that or do you reward the, the, the ones who might have?
0: Yeah, I mean, that was my gut instinct. So could, you, could you not, yeah, even if you had to go as far as deducting points, if you thought it was so serious that you did that, you don't add points to another team that just happens to be lucky enough to have been, th- that was their fixture that weekend. That just seems madness. I mean, what happens to, you know, you had St. Johnson, Aberdeen at the earlier in the season. What, what do we backdate it and give, well, St. Johnson should have had three points then, shouldn't they? You know I mean? it's I know. There's, there's just so many so many anomalies to this.
1: I know and, and inconsistencies rather. And and what's absent is a clear uh set of SPFL guidelines to say this'll happen in this scenario. Um we didn't really we didn't really have that. So <clears throat> what we're what we're doing is dealing with, with it on a case-by-case basis. But this 3-0 victory for the other team is apparently traditional. Um it goes back to way back certainly in, in Scotland and, and elsewhere as well, this three-nil the uh, award but I mean there's you know you could say you could say uh, United would be you know make a joke of it but United could maybe be better off not playing against uh, Rangers on Sunday because <laughs> the guess at the moment <laughs> would be it could be worse than a 3-0 you're, you're an optimist you know, aren't,
2: aren't
1: you <laughs> <laughs> you're starting as 3-0 um, as, your, you know, as your bare minimum they're being, being light like hearted and I hope it isn't good. goodness me I hope it's not the case but yeah I mean so so it, it, it's everything's everything's getting a bit, a bit mashed up and um, it just seemed it just seemed unfair, particularly on the teams as you you, you pointed out early, Eric uh, earlier in the season, who never got that. Their games never got uh, absolutely cancelled, and these teams awarded points. They then had to play the game. So there's an inconsistency there, and we're going to have to deal with it. I mean, could you imagine if if it were happening up at uh, the top of the table? I know Rangers got a handsome week. Uh, lead now at the top of the league. They won't do but it. Even, you know fine well, though. Oh, Ian. You, you know yeah, fine I mean, well.
0: They won't do it. They, they won't. No, no, that's and, right. And we, that's the thing that we all know. That, you know, we just know for a fact that Rangers and Celtic would not get deducted uh, points.
1: Uh, uh, but Eric. what if what if Hamilton? What if Hamilton stay up by two points? Yeah. Oh, I know
0: that but exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a huge it's a huge thing. Huge thing, Jim, sorry you were going to no, say.
2: No, we, we, we know that. Look, the, the, the bottom line is quite simple. I mean, Scottish football, by and large, has always been run for the benefit of two clubs. We know that. They, they're mightily powerful. Um, they have huge sway. I mean, I, I always laugh at a lot of Celtic mates of mine who will go on about dodgy referees and Rangers. My, my, my view's always been the same. Rangers get first dibs. Celtic are, are right behind them in the queue for next dibs. And the rest, the rest of the clubs get nothing. In a situation like this... Um, what you're looking for is you're looking for consistency. You're not looking for consistency just on the football pitch with players. You're looking for consistency of judgments and all the rest of it. And you kind of sense sometimes that, 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 you know, the powers that be are making it up as they go along. Now, we know there will always be unusual situations and it'll be difficult and all the rest of it. But, you know, you, you kind of sense that there's a real drift here in terms of. Um, I, I, I get the absolute sense that the people who are running the game at the top level are just tired, worn out, done in. Um, and, and they come up with, with decisions that, 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 you know, that, that take no account of the difficulties that clubs face and, and you know, the, uh, and, and all of the rest. I mean, the £40,000 fines, I know, are suspended for uh, both Mother and Kelly, but. I mean, a time like this, if they breach again in the slightest way, both these clubs will be hammered with a forty thousand pound fine. I mean, that's the sort of fine that could tip a club over the edge in these current economic circumstances. So you just kind of sense that um, that we are all over the place in terms of in terms of finding a consistent way to deal with the situation that, that we've come up here, and the, and the rule book, I think, really needs looked at again.
0: Yeah, well, right, let's go. That's that's what's done with SPFL and team photos and all the rest of it. But there, of course, there was the implication. We'll speak about the implications for United on on Saturday past and well tell, talk, talk us through the game Ian I mean did it did it look like a a normal Dundee United performance was it was a familiar themes I know that they I know that they were on a good run but you know there was a kind of undercurrent of things that weren't quite going as fans as fans had hoped was it was it a continuation of that theme without the result or was it was it a real sort of Drop off
1: Well um, You know Was it a typical United performance Well there wasn't Wave after wave of attack Put it that way Um, But they did do They did do Fine in the first half I would say They edged the first half But then it just It was like I mean even uh, Thomas Courts himself He said that you know, it was the it was the the old game of two halves.
0: You're not sure. You're not sure to go
1: with Thomas or Tam, are you? you know? No, I'm not. Flipping a bit. Thomas on a Sunday. Tommy. I think. I think. Yeah. I think the official one's Thomas, but everybody calls him Tam. So, um yeah. So you had you had uh, you had United fading in the in the second half. I mean, goodness, goodness. The 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 first Livingston goal. Where were the where were the challenges? You know, there was nothing there. Was there? Mm. Uh, Scott Pittman able to run from from his own from the halfway line right through right through almost a, a direct path to goal. The second one wasn't much better, just a messy ball bouncing about in the in the six yard box really. And uh, Marvin Bar- Mar Bartley with uh, he's he's back to goal managed to fit it in. Yeah. So once it went to 2-0, you, you knew that was it, game over. Um, so it wasn't a, a dreadful performance, but it wasn't good enough to to deserve anything from the match.
0: Yeah, what, watching the the highlights, Jim, I mean, they look, they looked pretty pretty slow at the back United, didn't they? I uh, yeah, I, mean, you, kind.
2: I can't again say what Ian's just said there. I mean, the, <clears throat> the two goals are really poor to lose. I mean, the first one in particular, I mean, it was the partner of the Red Sea is, is the defence just kind of, Retreated, retreated, retreated. Retreat. You could. And you know exactly. A whippet, he's no whip No, I mean, exactly. You could see quite clearly what was going on. And listen, he hit the shot well. And uh, 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 you know the the commentary. I'm trying to remember exactly who it was that was doing the commentary uh, uh, on the highlights. I think it might be Paul Mitch. I can't remember. But um, you know, he said hit the shot well. He did hit the shot well. did not give the keeper much chance. But the, you know, the lack of a of a defensive move to close them down, to shut him down, to block a block a shot or a potential shot was criminal, you know, and you just can't get away with this at that level. And I was, I mean, I was sitting at Dens and I saw the teams coming through and I thought, that's a, no complaints. That's a really, really strong first team. All of these guys have got substantial first-team experience. The bench was weak, no doubt about that, but that was a strong, strong first-team. And then the second goal as well, that kind of goal with Scramble allowing Bartley to kind of, he, he kind of almost nudge-hooked it in, you know, um, just a failure to kind of shut him down, to to be alert and quick enough to react, to clear the ball, to attack the ball. Um, that's the sort of stuff that, that gets you punished, did get them punished, and now, uh, looking ahead, slightly jumping ahead, Eric. you know, you look at Rangers coming on, on Sunday, um, then to go to Hibs, then Kilmarnock and Motherwell will be faced, um, you know, and then Celtic and then Aberdeen. United, United are about to face a pile of games which they could emerge from really, really badly scathed. Um, and it didn't help that they didn't, uh, you know, take the point. I mean, I, I, bluntly, they should have won at Livingston. You know, Dundee United, a club of that size, with the kind of, the, the salary bill they've got, the quality of players that they've got, on paper, anyhow, should be going to Livingston and winning. Uh, and and that was a bad bad result.
0: Ian, hey, I mean, uh, COVID it denied us. We'd we'd given this. We'd given this in the preview last week. When we were talk, talking the sort of main hook was you know what's the team selection that Mickey Mellon's going to make? What's he going to do with these with these three strikers? Three into two don't go. All that sort of thing. I think we kind of thought that maybe Shanklin would be the one would be the one that would be left out, given how well Mcnulty and Nicky Clark had done the previous week. How did they do, Shankland and McNulty?
1: Well, again, same old story, really. Not enough service, not enough chances, um, not enough time touches on the, on the ball in the box. Um, it's a frustration for certainly for Shankland. McNulty's newer, obviously a newer arrival, but uh, for a man who is trying to keep in the Scotland frame, who is struggling to to get goals in a way that he's probably never for the his entire career before this, certainly in recent years. Um no, it just wasn't happening. And he had his there's a there's a picture of him, a photograph of him, um with his shirt pulled up yeah. over his face. Um and, and that, that tells, you know, that tells a story that one because it was yet another kind of wash Saturday almost for Shankland. Um he has everything that he has the he has the, the the ability. He has the hunger, um, but United just aren't feeding them enough in good positions with the ball. Any chance? Did he have any chances? Okay, Yeah, uh, I mean it was like shots that that were kind of saved and and uh, never a real. You, you know, United United never had that many opportunities. Um, it wasn't a great game, has to be said, but. Livingston, the difference between the two teams was that they took their chances when they were on top. United never.
2: and I Ian, the thing is, you know, being selfish, you know, because it's a team game, but it's an individual t- uh, game as well. And and I, I like your phrase that a lost another lost Saturday, for them. You should you should actually patent into it because I think the danger here. We'll is be
0: using it, that. We'll be using I that. Know, just, the I think
2: the, 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 no, but is right here. I mean, the, the the danger here is that there's there's several potentially lost Saturdays coming up. I just can't see Shankler getting many. Um, chances against Rangers if any you know I mean R- R- Rangers are absolutely on electric form just now they're a fabulous side at the moment they're miles ahead of anything else in the Scottish game uh, and you could just imagine what they might do to United on, on Saturday one thing they will do is they'll, pr- they'll pretty much make sure that United you know have to hit in the break now where is Shanklin going to serve the then it, then, it, then it comes to Hibs um, you know they, they're, they're Playing really well as well. We know that we know what they're like with, particularly with their front three, but a good midfield as well. Where do the chances come against them? Does it get easier against Kilmarnock and Mother Will coming up? Maybe, but but you know, two still Two very good sides as well, and then it's Celtic and Aberdeen to be faced, you know, and and then Saints right at the back of that. I mean, this we know the Premiership is tough, but but you know, you cannot, you, you just kind of look at many many lost Saturdays potentially for Shankland here, and then you start to wonder what does it do for his international chances? What does it do for his career? Um, because he's he's a goal scorer and and he's a fine goal scorer if he gets if he gets the service in and particularly in the box, but around the box if he gets the service, he's quick on the draw. You know, he he, he takes. A shot without much backlift and all the rest of it. He's got quick feet. He's not the quickest player in the world. But he's got quick feet, but he needs the ball in the box. That's where he operates. That's where he's a lethal assassin. And at the moment, he's getting no ammunition whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing Nicky Clark's one of the few emerge from credit at the weekend, <laughs> just by not playing. Ian, he's, <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's yeah, value His value to the
1: team, if it, if it wasn't abundant, I'm sure he took uh, no, n- n- uh, you know, no, no pride or encouragement from that, Uh, yeah. You could just imagine. I was thinking about you know Sunday's game. I mean, you can just imagine that uh, Shanklin looking down the pitch as Rangers fire as they do Mm. cross after cross right in front of the right the United goal, and he's going, "Oh God, if only I could get one or two of them in a match." um, It really has dried up, and uh, it should be an emergency. I mean, it should be an emergency in training for United how how they're gonna how they're gonna increase this. I I mean, they'll they'll say it is. But you need to see that coming into games and a home game against Rangers. Jim, do you think you'll even play at Ibrox?
2: I mean, that 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 that, that's the danger, isn't it? You know, does he? You know, they've got to play him. I mean, you know, um, he. he, I cannot see him being happy at the current situation either to lack of service or when he hasn't been starting or coming off the bench. I mean, you know, he is. He 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 was until. Until his his injury, he was by far and away United's top, some would say, only real asset, only real sellable asset. He was a man that everyone was talking about. And now, his star has, has gone from kind of being absolutely in the ascendancy... To just it's kinda, you know, it's dipped, it's fallen to earth. He's the man who's fallen to earth, you know. Um and somewhere along the line, United have to find a way to get him back on track.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I I guess I'm guessing neither of you is gonna be I'm I'm, I'm detecting a, a slight a slight pessimism shall, pessimism, shall we say, <laughs> for the weekend. But <laughs> Ian, Ian we'll start with you. I mean what nobody's beating Rangers, you know, it's it's to to think that Dundee United are gonna be the ones that change that narrative. Come on, give me a Give 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 me an argument for
1: <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, okay. Here we go then. Here we go. United United set up well against both Celtic and Hibs. Yeah, the they did. Now, they if did. they can do that again, they have a chance of uh, possibly frustrating Rangers. But I, th- I would suggest the Rangers are are even more terrifying than those two teams. I mean, really, you're looking at it being a return to the 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 loud drop days, and the, the, you know the, when 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 Rangers were coming to town, you were you were thinking, is it going to be four? Is it going to be five? Uh, it's really looking daunting, and of course, you had United struggled at Ibrox earlier in the season. The only going back to your question, the only thing is United have shown uh, some intelligence, some kind of. You know they've worked hard. Obviously, you could see that hard work come through on the pitch to be a unit and to to kind of frustrate sides who have more threat than they do. And Rangers certainly fall into that category, to to say the least. So if they can do that, if they can if they can be strong at the back, then they need, then they have been certainly at Livingston. Uh, if they could be stronger than that. They might have a bit of a chance, but really, I mean, I, I think of other than the Rangers just look invincible, don't they? I think I think it's uh, it's it's a real concern, and and maybe this is the maybe for the first time United fans are going thinking <laughs> this I could sit in the in the house on Sunday having my having my roast beef and or whatever uh, instead of going up to Tannadice because it would be a challenging one. Um, for the for the supporters to to go in there
0: to endure probably uh, Jim maybe, yeah. maybe Shanklin should get played at right back because uh, yeah, well. that be, <laughs> that's the way the Rangers are finding all their goals incredible incredible records.
2: Well, Taloniers got it's. It's quite. I mean, to, to be honest, if, if this was music, I mean, Rangers would be the old English indie band Carter, the unstoppable sex machine. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just. I mean, you know, when you look at the, the the front three, Kent, Morelius and 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 Roof. I mean, th- those three alone. Um, are in terrific form, you know. Uh, midfield, Aribo, Kamara, Davis, um, you know, Tavernier at the back. They're just, uh, and, and Goldson with it, you know, the threat he carries. You know, Barisic uh, is uh, a, Baris just, is a. Uh, and and Bassi uh, I'm tempted to say Bassi surely he'll score as well, you know. But, uh, I mean, genuinely. <laughs> that must be his at, nickname, surely. It's got surely, to be. Shirley. <laughs> surely, surely. Surely, surely. Well, you just look at that team and to be honest with you, I mean, you want to be as you want to be as optimistic as possible, um, but uh, you could almost hold your hold your head in your hands, thinking of what potentially they might do to United on the day because they they are um, they're miles ahead. They're actually, I mean, I, you know, I said at the start of the season, not knowing what would unfold at, at Celtic, that Celtic would win uh, the league again. I thought, and I thought they would. Um, Gerrard has improved immensely as a manager. Rangers have improved immensely as a team both physically, organisationally and mentally. They're very strong and it's really difficult to see how United, it, 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 never mind escape unscathed, but escape with anything other than a real thumping here. I mean, you know, they, they got to Ross County they're a tough enough side and they beat them 4-0 uh, and they dominate the game. Um, it's very, very difficult to see how United kind of emerge with, with anything from, from this one. This is almost a kind of a lost leader um, for them. The <laughs> problem is it's a lost they're going to a really tough period.
1: Can I just say as well, right, this is this, this is one where uh, Jim touched on United's bench. They only had uh, Dennis, Louis Perry, and Lewis Nielsen were the only ones with first team experience. It was all youngsters after that. Now going into Sunday, it'll likely be the same uh, situation. So you have you have a problem with uh, Rangers being able to bring on million pound players off the bench. You're the need that. to. United, this this could be this could be a real problem for United, I think. If anybody gets injured, then they're struggling, I think.
0: Oh well it was a it was a better weekend for St Johnson, a little piece of a little piece of club history, eleven and beaten as a top flight club for the first time, and obviously not all of them league games, a few bet for edge thrown in there too. It looked it looked as if I mean it just it was a game that was working out perfectly for St Johnson. Another another weekend where Callum Davison's sort of coaching reputation was enhanced. For me, the sort the big, the big thing when you when you go to grounds and it's still. Let's face it. I mean, although Celtic are in crisis, it's still a daunting game, you know, because of the the, the quality of the players they've got and the fact that they were under pressure to get this result for uh, to keep the fans at bay. You know, the ones outside the ground, not inside the ground. And you know, whether you think some of the players want to do it for the manager, maybe others not. But anyway, it's still Celtic away. But the way in which the way in which Saints were able to adapt to an early blow of Michael Halloran, their man from the previous week, their, their sort of paciest out ball, you know, would always be that would be their, that would be the plan. Use him to get them up the pitch. He goes off after twenty minutes for a tackle. I have to say, Scott Brown again, he looks to me, he's put his studs down into into Michael Halloran's into his, his thigh. The word is SFA aren't gonna take a, aren't gonna take any action. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't look good to me. It looked like to me as if he's 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 left his he's left his foot in. But anyway, that's how it, that's how it goes. Used to that story, but anyway, since they, they rejigged, rejig completely rejigged their forward line when O'Halloran went went off, Stevie May went out left from playing in the middle, Witherspoon switched sides, and on came Chris Kane and hit the ground running, getting Saints up the pitch. All the rest of it, basically, it was a seamless transition. The game panned out, continued to pan out in the similar vein. And, you know, Saints got their chance, scored. You could say a wee bit disappointing that they, they couldn't hold on, but it's a bit of a freakish header, the equaliser. You're thinking he's just putting that back into the back post area and it's looped up all the way over Xander, Xander Clark. But you can't say it wasn't a deserved draw for St Johnson, can you, Jim?
2: No, as I said, Eric, on, on Twitter the other day, um, Poor result for Saints against Premiership strugglers. Davidson must exactly. go, you know. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> no, it, it, you know what? It's just, I mean, I said Mercurio called last Saturday. Saints are really starting to flower. Uh, and it was it was the perfect day to cut Celtic down to, to size because they're wilting. Now, they almost did. Um, I think it, it, it's, you know, there's a combination of things. I mean, I think we've talked about, you know, Saints playing a good, open, expansive game. The, the touch on the ball is nice. It's light. It, it's precise. Um, it's quite swift when they need to be. I mean, in terms of, you know, well, as you would expect, in somewhere like 30% possession. But you just look at the side, you know, and and, and there's quality starting to ooze out of that that side. And there's a great deal of self-belief. And the other thing is, you you look also at the... um at the bench now. You know, it's a tight squad that Saints have got. You, you look at the likes of Kerr and Kane and Henry and Melamed and Craig, that, you know, Saints have got a strong squad. And, and I think, you know, to go along with that strong squad, I think there's a real strong sense of, of, of identity and mentality and, and, and togetherness and belief emerging. And uh, it was a great result. I mean, I know Celtic are, you know, are, are strong. This guy's not Celtic side earning £15, £20, £30,000 a week. So, you know, just in terms of wage budget, they should be mild ahead but you know the, the the blow early on obviously where Halloran, um seemed to be a big one but but Saints rallied brilliantly um, with bringing Kane on and, and you know and he took his goal took his goal beautifully and what by the way what an inch perfect I hate the term slide roll but I'll use it what a lovely slide roll pass from Stevie May just perfect.
0: So people you know, listening
2: to this won't have a clue what slide rule is, but never mind. no, no, so, <laughs> well, an absolute nightmare for defenders to to defend against, and the perfect ball for the in rushing uh, centre, you know, centre oh, we can miss that, team, who's timed it, you know, to perfection. So it was a great goal, and uh, I mean, I think it, it was a terrific performance uh, from Saints, and I think it simply adds to. I mean, I said during the week, you know, Tommy Wright left a fine side, and Callum Davidson's improving it. You know, I, I mean, they're getting better by the week. I mean, they they play some. You know, they they have a pattern to play. They know what, it is. everyone knows, at the job, everyone knows what's expected. Of them and there's a real. You know, for all they play with an energy and, and and I think quite an expansive style of play and all the rest of it, getting down the flanks and that, there's also a great discipline about them. Uh, and I think that's, that's really, really encouraging. So it was a terrific result to go to Celtic Park and get that. They dis- I And mean, genuinely, I was disappointed. I thought, you know, if they hadn't lost that, that, that one, and what a bizarre goal it was to lose, you know. And you, you couldn't fault Big Xander. And Xander had, had, a, had a, a few great saves, by the way. Dead, a couple of really good saves, you know. But it was a top performance from St. Johnson. It was just a pretty... That they, you know, that they conceded that one because I think otherwise they were coming back with a, you know, with a win. And I mean, you know, let's be honest. I mean, you look at the history books and they tell you that clubs like Saints and most others win, you know, one in four against Celtic or something like that. You know, so it was a great, it was a, it was a great performance, my man. That's being all- optimistic. Yeah, well, no, that's right. I mean, the, the entire team. The, well, I, I see, you know, one and four. I mean, it, it's. Uh, I had the stats somewhere. I saw them, and it was. It was you
0: know, they were thirty-three. They were thirty-three nil down, and in, in the, the previous eleven games or whatever yeah. it was. You know, it'd been a long run. Who were the star? Who were the stars for? For you, Ian, when you watched the highlights,
1: well, I loved. Uh, uh, as I say, the the build. Jim, Jim mentioned the, the build up to the goal. What a fantastic Tanzer's pass was! Fantastic was goal. perfect, wasn't it? Tanzer's pass for me. I was going to say that that is the one that stood out for me. That was a a brilliant pass. Steve Steve Davis at Rangers had a had a similar one. Um, yeah, he just just Did. absolutely yeah. cut through cut through Ross County, and I thought that was every bit as good uh, for from uh, from Tanzer um no i thought i thought i thought the whole the whole saints performance was was terrific and um i think a refreshing thing for me was there were numerous pundits uh, journalists and comment, commentators who did go out of their way i thought to mention st johnson amid the uh, celtic mayhem and how how good a how good a display it was from them and as you as you've pointed out, Eric, the, the record against Celtic was, and and there were there were some good performances in amongst all that. Cause I certainly saw some myself. But that record of uh, what was it, zero for for 33, 33 to go to zero, yeah, yeah, to go to Celtic Park and to have the better of the game. I think. Oh no, not possession, but I think the way it went since almost won at Celtic never really, you know, even even when the scored. I was confident that that Saints would hang on. So it's a it's more positivity, it's more um, upbeat stuff for Saints going into the rest of the season. And there's good momentum there. There really is. It's a it's it's a good club just now. And uh, Callum deserves deserves every every bit of praise that he's getting because, as we all know, he was he was following somebody who. I believe will be uh, will go down as as St Johnson's greatest ever manager, um, and uh, I, I, it's it's just uh, amazing the way he's 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 coming, and it, Jim 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 said it has, has he improved the team even um, from what Tommy
2: from what Tommy did so it, it's it's a round of applause it really is for him. I I, I think Eric one of the, you know. It, it, at the end of the day, it's often, you know, they are playing open, expansive, nice football, and they're disciplined and all the rest of it. But tying in with that discipline, I think, really importantly, the work rate is phenomenal. Um, you know, they, they, I mean, they didn't have many chances. I mean, Stevie, Stevie uh, May have had one that I think was blasted over the bar, didn't he, quite you know, early on in, in, in the first half? Oh, the
0: know, one that it, went uh, in the ground, it was headed yeah, away for, off uh, the line. It, it, yeah. um,
2: he, he, he had a decent chance, you know, so they did have their chances, you know. Um, went in the ground. I can't remember who was it was that headed over the bar. Beat on at the. Uh, at the bar it, bar yeah, course, aye. yeah, Um, but. I think, you know, when you saw Celtic, and Celtic got a slick side, I mean, Celtic still have, you know, there's obviously major problems at Parkhead, Lenny trying to lift them and all the rest of it, there's still very, very good football players there, and they're slick, and they're one-twos, and their movement off the ball is good, but St. Johnston shut them down so quickly, you know, every I mean, you could see it playing quite high up the park, shutting down, trying to stop them getting the ball forward, which, you know, actually couldn't do it in the entirety, obviously, 70% of, of play Celtic, you think, over the piece, but the, the work rate from Saints was absolutely fantastic. Now, the, the, you know, the danger there is that whether you're a full-time side or not, when you're against the ball, when, uh, you know, when you're trying to shot play down, you're chasing the ball and you're chasing men, that takes a lot more out of you than building play, you know, which Celtic were doing um, in the main. And of course, when they did get through, um, you know, Big Xander was great, a good great save. Um, from, uh, it was Edward with the, you know, the, the block, with the, you know, the, the left foot early, uh, again yeah, in the first half first and the that. rest of it. He'd won a, a terrific one in the second half as well. So, it was just an all-round really, really competent, strong, confident, disciplined performance. I mean, I think, you know, if you're a Saints fan at the moment, you must be absolutely delighted uh, with, with the progress that the side are making and that's the word. I mean, you know, we all got, we all like Tommy, we all got on very well and we built a great side and he is, he is undoubtedly the, the, the best Saints manager that, that we've seen. We know that. Um, but the, the, you know these are exciting times I think to be a St Johnson fan you've got you, you just got so many things going going right at the minute young Ali McCann bursting through Stevie May is a man reborn you know, local boy skipper on the side. There's just so many things to, to be happy about um, at the moment. Undoubtedly, the wheels have come off the wagon somewhere. That's the nature of, that's the nature of football. Nobody ever thought that Celtic would kind of lose all four wheels, <laughs> you know, um, uh, this <laughs> season the way they have. You know, they've just collapsed. Um, and the, the wheels always come off the wagon. At some stage, it's how quickly you get back on um, uh, again. But yeah, everything's going well. Big, you know, a, a fine big goal. I remember Xander Fanny, the great save in the second half, a point-blank header and all the rest of it. So you build from the back, you've got... You know, a defence that's now start to look solid, a midfield with craft and guile, and a forward line that started to, to deliver um, in terms of goals. You know, so I, I think things could not be brighter for Saints at the moment.
1: Can I just point out, Eric, that I had a golden opportunity from you with a previous question for me to praise David Wotherspoon again, but I thought, no, uh, uh, this is getting too predictable now. <laughs> no. Every time. Every time I'm coming up with it, so I just I'll just let it go this week. Just leave it for uh, a week. I'll, I'll no, wait till okay. next week,
2: okay? I'll be yes. off the boil shortly, don't worry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: does worry me when when likes of a Livingston are up next though, you know, because we all know what type of team Livingston <laughs> are and you could you could just as easy I mean, that's the nature of this league for the teams maybe from fourth all the way down the bottom, you know, you could you really could get any result on any given day. Livingston, what sort of threat will they bring for, for Saints on Saturday?
1: Well, well, they've beaten the the, Saints already once this season. Yeah, and then you know I've, I've watched them against United, and they've, 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 I think they've comfortably beaten them twice, really. So they're they're, they're strong. I mean, we've got the manager situation there with uh, Mister Martindale Dale, um, seemingly happy to just carry on taking the team. Some would say he's maybe been taking the team for a <laughs> yeah, for, for, some for some time, like quite long, <laughs> <have you? laughs> um, a while Longer. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wouldn't argue with him anyway. Um, so you had to
2: <laughs> go I, I'm sorry I'm Miller Mainz boy most, most of us wouldn't argue with Miller Mainz boys you know
1: you, you need to know when to keep the head down um, anyway yeah so I saw him on. Uh, I saw him uh, he was in he was in full flow on, on Saturday after beating United quite uh, as I say they, they, they thoroughly deserved it but uh, they've got they've got threat in their team you can see obviously the midfield strong um but Bartley, I mean Bartley is absolutely key. I think I think part of the the frustration what Saints will need to do is get around him because he's like a he's like a blocking, uh, just just a a big kind of statue almost standing at the yeah. in front of that that defence there, and uh, it's hard to get it's hard to get past him. Nearly every single United shot seemed to hit him one way or another. So he is he was terrific, absolutely terrific. And to have somebody like him, um, you know, bolster in your team, then that allows their flair, their flair their players to, to attack. And it was the usual, it was the usual Livingston. And they also, United seemed to struggle with the ball into the box. Um, so there, there are dangers there. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have back against St. Johnson, would you?
0: Well, Jim, your turn. You were uh, freezing your... Proverbials at uh, Dens Park yes. on, on Saturday. What did, it was the, it was the, the result they needed. Was it the performance
2: as well? well you know what it, it, it wasn't um it wasn't a bad performance at all i mean i was i was speaking to some of the our both directors uh, the chairman Mike kiernan who i've known for many many years outside. i think they, they were a bit miffed at some of the refereeing performance and decisions and, and one i have to say that some of the some of the decisions from the referee did leave me um somewhat kind of dumbfounded to use that 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 old word um, it was a bizarre kind of day i mean Vertanen uh, <coughs> was hauled off early on um, by Dick Campbell, who seemed to give him a real kind of blasting. He, he hadn't been fit before the game. The manager felt that, you know, so our were kind of um, were turped early on, you know, uh, in the game. He had to, uh, to come off. But Dundee, I, I thought it was a good, good performance from Dundee. McGowan scored a great goal, fantastic uh-huh, goal. And he yeah, was just, yeah. he was absolutely buzzing with energy, full of energy. Um, and they've got that front three with McGowan and Mullen and you could be... center half thing. look good again? Yeah, well, I, I mean, Ashcroft and Fontaine just look uh, imperious. You know, they, they That's just the look partnership, the isn't it? That they is they the really do. They look, you know, they look unflustered. Now, I mean, with all due respect, we know that our both are off the off the boil um, this season. There was a couple of instances early on where Bobby Lynn got the ball down the left-hand side and and tested them. Um, you know, tested early in, 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 in the back position. But um, the, the truth of the matter is, I thought that... Um, Ashcroft and Fontaine simply looked, uh, you know, unflappable at the back. They they know how to deal with kind of threats, you know, from the from the wing, attack the ball, clear the ball, and all the rest of it. Um, young Mark Anderson. Decent Charlie Adam. You know what you say about Charlie. We know he's got all the, all the ability in the world. But I thought the, the front three, you know, Burn, Burn again. I mean, Burn's a midfield. I like Burn in the midfield. But McGowan, was a, he was everywhere. He was just absolutely bursting with energy. Scored a terrific goal. Lovely, beautiful, kind of chip, dinked goal. Do
0: you think he's got a wee point to prove after... You know, he was the one that sort of, you know, everybody was talking about when he when he had well, that yeah. infamous post-match. You think he's thought, no, I, I need to lead from the front. I mean, he always, he does lead from the front anyway. You know, he's that type of character.
2: Yeah, he's a passionate player, Alec. I mean, he he plays very much with his heart on his sleeve, does does Gouser, you know. Uh, and he's now got you know Mullen and Jakubiak. I like Jakubiak. I have to say, I think he brings a a fair amount to the game as well. You know, holds the game up, uh, holds it up well. Finds members, passes. Mullen I like. He's got a bit of pace um, uh, as well. And and when they do, you know, when they do have to go for um to the subs bench, well, you know, they brought McDade on. They brought uh, Osmond, so on. I, I'm not a so fan. I have to say, I'm not. Uh, you know, I thought he, he's never done much since he left Hearts. Well that that's irrelevant on the day. McDade again to come on has a bit of pace about him as well. Um I thought it was a really strong Dundee performance. I mean, they, they, you know, they took the lead in 35 minutes, and uh, sometimes, you know, as we saw, you, you know, with um, Saints, you score, and quite often you lose a goal quite quickly after it. But both are not the power that they were last season. They kind of they, they struggle to to impose themselves. A couple of couple of decisions I thought that went against them that were quite quite poor. Dueling do- do- up front was it, Jim? They, they they had no they had um uh, Ruth um uh, up front you know Lynn and Hilson and the wide and uh, that kind of you know does it they brought big Luke Donnelly on uh, uh, in the second half um the, the subs they made were McKenna and Stewart and, uh, and Donnelly it kind of makes me wonder uh, with Doolan because I'm I was a, I'm a Doolin, I've always been a dueling fan I like Doolin. you know I think he adds plenty to the game go through it as well so I don't know I mean we're,
0: we're going back a couple we're
2: going back yes, a couple we, of that, years that's the problem Eric I mean <clears throat> yeah you remember players as they were at their, at their Pomp and their pomp and their zenith, you know. I mean, it's, it's brilliant to see Big Rab, isn't it? <laughs> Doing the coaching, still on, still on the benches as a sub goalie, you know, forty nine, whatever, you know. But I mean, <laughs> you know, Big Rab there. But the truth of the matter is, I think um, you know Dundee will face stiffer tests, but they played very well. Derek Gaston has some. I mean, I've always liked Gaston as a goalkeeper. He's some fine saves. He, a couple of you know, um, one on ones where he stood up well, blocked the ball on his chest, um, you know, as he as he emerged from goal, he shot angles down. He um, had a great save in the second half uh, with a with a terrific diving save to, you know, beat the ball away with his, his right palm, um, which looked like a certain goal. So I think um, lots to be pleased about. I think if you were a Dundee fan on Saturday, it was a good performance, and and just certainly indications that they have taken uh, you know Paul McGowan's rant uh, to heart. And, and, and it may well be that that's what they needed the key now is to find the consistency that, that, that has eluded them and, and to find the results that have eluded them because they, they um, you know they need wins they need to get start getting wins under their belt but I mean I think much to be pleased about you know young Anderson in the midfield Charlie is a class act you know Burner I think in that midfield really solid um, the, the front you know the, the front men McGowan, Mullin and Jakubiak I think all impressive and the central defence Ashcroft and Fontaine really really does look um I think uh, you know the business so we're a bit of luck um Dundee are, are going to start to um move up the table. impose themselves on the table because they, they are still I mean I know we're still early in the season only six games going but there's seven behind hearts and and there's six behind uh, Dunfermline. and and you know it, it's a tough we, we, we know that we, we just know how tough a league this this one is, but this is a, this is a chance after this one, I think, to start uh, imposing themselves. The problem they've got is they've got to go to the emerging force of Inverness on Saturday, and then they've got Dunfermline, high flying Dunfermline, uh, visiting Dens the, the week after that. So two really tough games coming off the back of the win against them both. But there's, there's there's enough there, I think, to fill them with a bit of confidence in terms of their performance on Saturday, which is pretty decent.
0: I remember thinking last season the end when. I covered United up at Inverness, and it was a. I thought it was a real pivotal result in their season. I can't remember what the score was. It might have been, might have been two or three now, But it was a. It was at the. It was a game. I think it was, from memory. Sir, I think it was. Bef- it was either just after or just. And I think it was just before a derby, and. And it was you know a win at Inverness can be a definitive result in your season, can't it? And it can it can yeah. really make you feel good about yourselves and yeah that's, the, I, I, that's how Dundee have got to look at it. I mean Jim covered all bases there, but I just think now now, if they can they've got a center half partnership he's going to stick with them, and we're burning in front i mean that's you know that's that is a strong platform for them to build on for the rest of the season if you know if they keep those three fit it's 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 kinda like i mean let's face it that Dundee picked up when Christopher was in their team last season when they got things right at center half. And
1: it could be the same again, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be. I, I also remember that uh, you being up there for that for that one that turning point almost for United. And uh, goodness me, it'd be great if, if it'd be great if uh, if Dundee could do the same. Um, it's a share a share Jim's uh, optimism uh, about the 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 centre half pair, and I must say that gives you the that gives you the platform on which to build. And James McPake has, has always been looking for consistency, wee runs, you know, build, build result upon result. Well, they've not now, won two in a row yet. No, so. that's right. That's what I was just going to say. They haven't managed to do that. Now, it's it's a challenge. And, and I, I noticed, I had a wee look at that Inverness' form, and it is, it's very, very good. They haven't lost a goal in the last three, <clears throat> beating East Fife in the bet, Fred. They've beaten Wraith at a time and Wraith were going well. A terrific away result, 3-0 against Queen of the South so it's a team in form as uh, as we know but I think uh, Inverness will be looking at Dundee and and seeing them as certainly an equal uh, a a big threat and what Dundee need to do is remind themselves that they aim to be promotion candidates this season and if they are to be uh, up there with your hearts and Dunfermlins, then they have to go up there and and win the match. Now we'd said it was a must win um, <clears throat> against our Arbroath, and it was all about the result, wasn't it? It didn't, it didn't matter the scoreline, didn't matter as long as as long as it was in Dundee's favour. It got them, it got them uh, settled down. It took some pressure off for the manager. Um, it also, as uh, we, uh, has been hinted to, it does give you a, a, a sign. That they've listened to to uh, Gowser's, uh, words, harsh words, but maybe fair words, and uh, hopefully this is a this is a turning point and Dundee can now motor on. Um, it's, it's a challenge. Look, we, we, we know that both Dundee teams have got challenging schedules coming up, the run up to Christmas. But I think, for Dundee's perspective, if you if you if you see yourself, and I do, if you see yourself as a team. That's gonna be right in the mix for this uh, at the top of the table, then they'll have to go up there confident, they'll have to go up there and impose themselves on Inverness and say, Look, we're Dundee, we we are we're gonna we're gonna win this game and do it.
0: Yeah, and get, or get a draw get a draw at worst. I a couple of intriguing uh, intriguing transfer links for, for Dundee. Um, obviously they've they've got tannerised connections. Mm. One of them Currently, there, Paul McMullen and Sam Stanton. I I like the sound of both of them for Dundee. I mean, I think I've always I don't I don't like to say this, oh, you know, that's somebody's level, but I think I think Paul McMullen's the type of player. I I, I think he's he's a, he's a real star at Championship level, but I think he maybe lacks the he he lacks a little bit of something to to sort of replicate it at the top flight. But I think he would be absolutely. I think he would be a brilliant for. For Dundee, any any championship club, and Stanton is—you can see him, you know—being a maybe being the type of player that Dorns, we kind of hoped he would be that probably wasn't actually. You know, he's, he 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 link—he's one of these underrated players who who link things up nicely for United. When United had that, when United had that long winning run, it was Stanton was in the team. Um, so he's he's training with Dundee at the moment. It's been a it's there's a James McPhee's been a wee bit vague about whether it's with a view to signing him now or or just training that sort of thing. McMullen the talk is of a pre-contract. But well, do you do you like the do you like the sound of those two for
2: for Dundee, Jim? Well, I mean the the, the pre-contract <coughs> um, for uh, McMullen would be an interesting one. I mean you kind of wonder if if you know is it a favour might you end up there in the window the January window, you know. Um I, I, I don't know. Um Stanton is a free agent, so uh, you know, could could join any time depending on his fitness and all the rest of it, if, if that's what James wants. What, what 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 I would say about both these players, Eric, is is the ingredient the key ingredient that both of them possess is they've both got pace. They're both quick players, and I think that's something that Dundee have lacked, particularly earlier, earlier in the season. I mean, they have a cup; they have some pace in the side. Um, quite often, it's been on the bench with some pace. I think both of those players bring bring. You know, Stanton links well as you say in, in the midfield, but he's also got he's got that ability to drive forward, get by men and then pick his pass. And McMullen, we know when he's on form, McMullen, he can go by two or three men quite easily. Sometimes the end product, the final delivery of the ball, isn't all it could be, but he does have genuine pace to to drive at people, get by people, and Stanton from the midfield also has the ability to get by you know a player or two and then pick his pass. So I I, I think that either of those two or both would be both be. Decent signings uh, for for Dundee. I mean, we don't know how you know what's in James McPake's thinking. We don't know what's in his budget, um, uh, and we don't know when he's thinking about doing it. You know, Um, I think you want as much strength as possible. Um, at, at this stage. I mean, McMullen, I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure that Dundee need to be thinking about next season, you know, if they're thinking about McMullen and a pre-contract to sign him in, in the summer. I know you've always got to get, get him in January. That's that's what you would want. You would want to do the deal with United. It's no skin off. United knows it's a wage off the bill. He's obviously, um, you know, he's, yeah, I mean, I think it's time at United is kind of heading to an end anyhow, you know. Well, he'd have been offered a contract
0: answer. by now if he was... Yeah,
2: he'd been offered it, something, yeah. that's right. But Will for Dundee, playing him? <laughs> at Championship, well, that's right, at Championship level, I mean, he offers them pace, he offers him ability to get by people, get the ball into the box, and Stanton does the same. So pace, I think, uh, both would be uh, decent additions for Dundee.
0: And I would suggest, Ian, for McMullen, if, if you're signing a pre-contract with, with Dundee, you're maybe better to get out in the January, aren't you? Would you? I mean, it just yeah. makes
1: sense, wouldn't it? I was just going to say, Jim. Jim made my point on on McMillan there. What is what is the point in I'm staying at United? Um, just just go over the road and and, and do your bit for Dundee and uh, Dundee. Why would you plan things are in in such flux this season that uh, you don't know what's going to happen in the game? Get your get your assets. If you see McMullen as an asset? Get him in uh, to improve the team now. So that he can have an impact on this campaign, That has to be the case. Sam Sam Stanton, I have to say, I've always always uh, always thought he was a bit underrated at Tannadice. Mm, yeah, yeah, uh, he, he had an impact on matches. He was he was very quite 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 regularly the man on the match, he, and he al- al- also came up with uh, with crucial goals at times. Away at Arbroath, that's yeah. one. That yeah, away at Arbroath when it was a, I was I was there. It was a horrendous uh, conditions that day. It really wasn't. Usually it is. And, and he yes, that's a shock. Um, however, um, he yeah, I, I thought I thought he was quite underrated. I think he, uh, he he maybe went at the right time. Things weren't working out for him, but uh, he, he was an asset for United for most of the time he was there. I would say yeah, so
2: good player. And the thing is, they're a good age as well. I mean, Stanton's yeah. Stanton seems to have been about, uh, about forever, but he's only twenty six, and. Um and McMullen's younger McMullen's only 24 I think you know so you know they, 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 they're kind of they're a good age they've got plenty of energy about them a bit to prove as well I, I would argue and, and both have pace so I mean to me it would be a, I think a pretty decent a pretty decent couple of signings if uh, James McPay could pull it off
0: good stuff well thanks again gentlemen we'll be back next week to look back on some hopefully some positive results for, for our teams thanks again for listening thank you Local matters.